pounce like nobody's watching, eat mice like you haven't eaten in days, howl like nobody's listening, live like it's heaven on earth. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. There is wildlife aplenty in Maine, but the dense forests that cover so much of our state hide animals well. I often think about how many moose I may have come within a half mile of without even knowing it. When I lived in the wide open spaces of Wyoming, I would see moose, bison, and elk spread miles across the sagebrush flats daily. It's not as easy to hide there. But with all that charismatic megafauna in the West, one of my favorite animals to watch were foxes. In Maine, the winter months are when we have our best chance at observing these cunning creatures because they need to move around more due to changing prey availability and, later in the winter, to entice mates. No animal hunts with as much grace as a red fox. Adorned in an especially lush, full coat in the winter, its black feet counterbalanced by a long, fluffy tail, that lone hunter moves so softly and swiftly it can appear to levitate. Stopping regularly to listen for the telltale signs of rodents scurrying beneath the snow, the fox cocks her head and points her large triangular ears to the source of a potential meal. When she confirms the location of likely prey, she stands motionless, waiting for the right moment to pounce. In an instant, she pounces headfirst into the snow, back legs and tail flailing towards the clouds. Now, we mostly see red foxes in Maine, but southern Canada all the way to northern South America is also home to gray foxes. Here, these 10-pound gray foxes are more common in southern and mid-coast Maine, but they're expanding their range northward. I saw one in Cherryfield a few years ago, in fact. Red and gray foxes can look a lot alike, even though they are classified in different genera, but there are a few signs that can help you determine which one you might be looking at. Red foxes like areas with a mix of forests and fields and are often seen in open areas. Gray foxes stick to forests and brushy forest edges. They are not likely to be seen in wide open spaces. Gray foxes are also our only American canid that can climb trees. So behavior and habitat are the first clues to help you hone in on identification of a fox. Your next clue is their coloration, which can vary considerably in red foxes in particular, as they appear in many color morphs, from gray to silver to black and a huge range of red and orange shades. Gray foxes, while they often have some orange fur around their faces, always have a grizzled gray coat with a black line extending along the top of the tail, resulting in a tail tipped in black. Red foxes, in addition to typically having red-orange shades covering much more of their bodies, usually have white-tipped tails. Gray foxes are even more elusive than moose in Maine, and I think they are just as amazing. Imagine hiking along in a forest and seeing a fox drop out of a tree in front of you and running off to disappear among the densely growing trees, an experience a friend of mine had in California. There is no other local animal quite like the gray fox. In addition to their elusiveness and tree-climbing habits, foxes, both red and gray, prey upon the small mammals, like mice and chipmunks, 
that transmit the bacteria that causes Lyme disease to ticks. Places where populations of foxes have declined tend to have higher rates of Lyme disease-carrying ticks, regardless of how many deer are in the area. So one of the best things we can do to mitigate Lyme disease is to make sure we maintain safe habitats for foxes. If you're wondering whether you have gray foxes around, you could put up a game camera on your compost pile to see whether one swings by. I have exclusively seen gray foxes at compost piles. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 